moika! Hey! Welcome to our podcast, Mastering Finland. I'm Jean and I'm from California. I'm Petra and I'm from the Czech Republic. We're here to chat about our life in Finland. Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. This is Jean and I am here today with Robea. Hi Robea, welcome to the podcast. Hi, nice to be here. Thank you for uh, willing to come and share your story. It's really good to have you on because I know we've been wanting to have you on for quite some time now. So thank you for taking the time. No worries. So tell us a little bit about yourself. You moved to Finland in August of 2011. Um, where are you from and what brought you to Finland? Yeah, that's a, that's a long story. I try to make it short. <laughs> so yeah, it's been almost 10 years now in August. And um, I'm originally from Germany and my passion for Finland started already back in 2008. I saw a TV show in Germany that's called Goodbye Germany, uh, where people move abroad uh, to live there, to work there. And there was one family that moved to Lapland and they had a really nice, cozy, wooden cottage there and um, they had two small kids the mom was bringing them with the sledge to the daycare and I thought like oh my god this is my dream life <laughs> uh, I really love winter and snow so this was this was just perfect for me and um, yeah it was it was dark and cozy and they had a fire and yeah so this this was somehow my dream so I tried to get an au pair place for right after I graduated high school But that okay. unfortunately didn't work out. So I started studying and um, tried to get an exchange year. That also didn't work out <laughs> in the first oh, years no. uh, because they didn't have any cooperation with Finland. Um, and I considered going to to Norway. But um, then I then I started as an uh, tutor for as a tutor for uh, international students, and there was a lot of. Finnish students there and they were super much fun basically for two years I was hanging out with the exchange students from Finland and decided that I really want to go to Finland I visited them it was still winter kind of like it was in March and it was still snowy and it was as awesome oh, as right. I thought it would be so I went back uh, it was already my my third year so just before uh, graduation And I told my uh, principal that that I, I really want to go to Finland and whatever it takes to make a corporation, I would I would be willing to do it. So he said that, um, well, just uh, the other day we made a corporation with Dambara and mm -hmm. no one else wants to go anyway. So you're in. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was quite a quite a good coincidence. So I graduated, I signed up for the master's degree that I didn't intend of doing there in the first place, but um, just to be able to do the exchange. Yeah. And I came to Finland, did a little bit of exchange. But since I, I really wanted to stay, um, I did the au pair then I found an au pair family from Tampere who was really amazing. I lived with them for seven, seven months. And then I started my master's degree in Dambara in German language and culture. Wow, yeah, that was quite the the journey and the process to get to Finland. Yeah, but I'm I'm really glad I did it and I was so stubborn because yeah, 10 years in and I'm still really really glad I did it. 
Oh, that's good to hear. And I don't think I've ever heard anyone speak so enthusiastically about the cold and the dark. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever heard anyone say dark and cozy in the same sentence. So that's a really <laughs> refreshing perspective to have. Yeah. So then that was in August of 2011 that you first came and, and that's when you had basically started your life here. Yes, definitely. I came with a huge suitcase and... Um, I sent two big boxes per, by post um, that uh, everyone was saying I'm crazy because anyway, after the first winter, I would go back. But I was very sure I wouldn't. So I actually packed everything in Germany, uh, most of the stuff into my parents' basement, but uh, yeah. took everything I wanted, even some decoration stuff. I don't know. This was really crazy. But <laughs> when I went through it afterwards, I'm like, why did I move with this? But anyway, I had a huge suitcase and, and two boxes, Yeah, in, 30 kilo boxes. Yeah. Oh, wow. In some ways, it's like a time capsule must have been to, if you were to open up that box. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. At, at that point, I didn't know yet that in Finland, they don't deliver packages to the door. In Germany, they do. Uh-huh. So those 30 kilo boxes, two of them, I had to carry by myself oh, without no. a car in the public transportation from the post office to my student apartment. That oh, was quite wow. fun. <laughs> so then you also volunteered, is that correct? Yes. I When I started my exchange i immediately got got into the erasmus student network Mm -hmm. uh, which is a student organization that's taking care of exchange and and also degree students uh, organizing all kinds of cultural events and parties and helping students um, yeah to get along during their years in uh, in the host country it's a europe-wide network but um, yeah in finland there's there's many sections uh, in, in all the big universities. So that was a game changer, I would say. I met so many people, foreigners and Finns, mm-hmm. and um, it was both super much fun, but yeah. also educational. And um, I got my first job, actually, uh, through that. So I'm really mm-hmm. grateful. Yeah. And where where did you start off working um in a travel agency uh the travel agency that um organizes trips for exchange students or international students uh to Lapland, russia the nordics baltics and um yeah i've been working there for seven years and the last last year was of course a little bit tough and um yeah but yeah it was amazing and it was so much fun working with the students and um yeah And then also your volunteering kind of took a turn for a different area. Can you tell us more about your volunteering with Mothers in Business? Yes, that was, uh, that started last year in August. During the pandemic, uh, I was a little bit restless, let's say. I, Mm -hmm. I tried to restructure my life a bit. And yeah, I had, uh, I have two kids. Uh, one of the first one is five and the small one is two and a half and uh, I went back to work both times quite uh, quite soon so I would say I'm I'm quite business oriented <laughs> I really yeah. love working and um, yeah yeah so this was just natural I, f- I found it uh, by accident actually on Facebook and I contacted and, and got involved it's a Finnish network um, for Basically, not only mothers, but it started off with mothers. But in general, the point is to um, 
enhance the possibility to combine family and working life, mm -hmm. which is um, not always that easy. And right. um, yeah, it's finding finding other people in the same situation. There's a, a lot of also career oriented workshops and. Um, Okay. It it was it was a really great time. Uh, we built up this uh, Mothers in Business International yeah. um, group, where we try to offer the same services uh, because everything used to be in Finnish, right. uh, and we noticed that of course international mothers do need exactly the same kind of help if not yeah. even more yeah. um, because we also don't have necessarily the network it needs to get mm -hmm. into work life and there are other barriers yeah. uh, for international moms so um, we started building this uh, from last year and now we have a lot of also English events and a, and a big big base of, of international moms volunteering there and uh, mm -hmm. yeah I got really encouraged to Re rearrange my my career and yeah. to take another path and uh, I just changed uh, jobs two months ago um, now working in IT company so oh, <laughs> quite <okay>. different <laughs> wow you have so many different like skill sets and you have your hands in a lot of a lot of things that's that's really cool so tell us about like what has been some of the common struggles of expat parent here and how has this organization in addition to helping them in their careers, how else has it been supportive to, to mothers? Um, yeah, I think the most most common struggles are language skills. Mm -hmm. That um, in in many places it's still kind of required to have fluent Finnish skills for jobs, right. yeah. which in most of the or let's say in many cases it's not even necessary, and it's just mm -hmm. a a cultural thing right. that um, they would would prefer people speaking fluent Finnish, and um, well, many people are not very used to foreigners speaking Finnish with accent and so on. So this yeah. is this is a big big barrier for for internationals looking for jobs. Also, the possibilities to enhance your skills, to do mm -hmm. workshops, and then take advantage of all the things that are offered in Finland because yeah. most of the times it is offered in Finnish maybe still in Swedish but that's also quite rare yeah. so most of the things offered are in Finnish and yeah international parents don't really have or internationals in general don't really have right. access to that right right and plus then comes all the insecurity or the right. the questions about parenting mm. um, about laws what what can I do, what I'm allowed to do, what yeah. are my rights uh, when it comes to maternity leave, to parental yeah. leave. Yeah, so these these kind of things. And uh, we noticed with a couple of friends that there are a lot of questions also concerning daycare, concerning how things work in Finland with small kids. I think the most common questions is about clothes and how to dress the kids in winter. Oh, that's a great question, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, we noticed um, that there is a big need for information and for experience sharing and for yeah. for building this kind of uh, village um, that can support each other that we um, founded a podcast uh, last August, okay. yeah. Um, it's called Parenting with Sisu. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the mothers in business uh, volunteering work has also helped with that in the way that we get a lot of information yeah. through that as well for the podcast. So it's kind of helping foreigners or foreign mothers and, and fathers too, right? Is this also for fathers? Mm, yes. kind, of, okay. um, kind of like bridging, like a cultural bridge or like a bridge to help them adapt into life in Finland um, regarding everything raising children yeah that is that's really really helpful especially because like you said a lot of the services or organizations such as these are in Finnish so there are still I feel like many areas where if it was translated into English that it could really really be helpful to foreigners and I'm I'm glad that someone someone did this because it really must be a very vulnerable feeling I imagine I'm not a parent myself but to have to you know, adapt to a new environment and culture and at the same time raise your children, which I, it seems like a very vulnerable task to do. Yeah, it is, especially uh, since most of us are lacking um, the support. Families are far away. Right, yeah. Um, maybe the situation with the Finnish in-laws, if, if there are, is... Um, of course, or not of course, but it's not as great uh, often as as it would be with the own with the own parents. Right. And um, also the different advices when you're an expat parent. Of course, you get the information not only from the country where you live in, but also have a lot of knowledge or then get a lot of advice from from relatives or yeah. friends from your home country. And uh, things are often completely different yeah. and. By any way, not knowing exactly what you're doing, especially when it's your first child, then you have also advice that's extremely opposite and you don't know how to navigate this and how do I do yeah, this now? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, this is great that it's bringing all the uh, similar people together so that they could be each other's yeah village and support group. Um, real quick for the listeners, you said the podcast is called Parenting with Sisu. Um, can you explain yeah. what Sisu means for our listeners? Ah, I would have to dig up the, <laughs> the description, but um, Sisu is basically the, um, it's the Finnish word for this kind of braveness, maybe even a little bit of stubbornness, mm. um, dealing with with tough situations with your head held high and then the smile, finding maybe also the, the positive about a, a tough situation yeah. and uh, pushing through even though it's hard and finding a solution for a problem that maybe in the first place seems seems a little bit uh, difficult. Yes. Yeah, it's a small word with a very packed definition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There is no good translation in any other language. It's more kind of a feeling. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so tell us, Maybe a, a few tips about parenting and some tips for our listeners to do this parenting thing in Finland. Yeah, I, I uh, collected five tips that uh, probably don't just uh, apply to parents, but uh, mm-hmm. of course to parents uh, in general. But my first tip, uh, especially valuable for parents, build your own village. Like it, mm-hmm. it might seem difficult and services are probably different than in, in the home country, but finding a peer group of uh, people in a similar situation or um, just people that can somehow help you, services mm-hmm. that feel good, like 
there are many services in Finland that are uh, different. There might be some services that parents are used from their home country that uh, are not existing in Finland, but then there are other mm-hmm. things who might substitute them. So building building this kind of village, not only with, with friends and, and family, mm-hmm. but also with services that mm-hmm. can be used in all kinds of situations, that's uh, really helpful. And when something happens or when you need something, then you have this ready and you know where, where to yeah. look for things. Yeah, definitely. Like having that community is is so important to thriving really anywhere you go. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of services on the public side or or in the church on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can even find groups like um, expat moms in Finland, um, where you can find the support. And then of course our our podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> We hope yeah. that this gets bigger bigger also yeah. and exactly does this uh, uh, connecting expat moms. Yeah, that's great really encouraging to see different groups or organizations and podcasts come to Finland to, to help foreigners in different ways. So yeah, build your number one, build your own village. Is there another tip that you can help with? Yes. Second one would be don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Like um, If you're new, this is probably one of the first things that one would notice that Finland is quite a self-service culture, not only mm. in bars, <laughs> but also also in, in, in services, in public services, that when you don't ask for help, you usually don't get anything offered, you know, just mm. because people think that, hey, here we have this service, go for it. Right. It's, it's really, really necessary to uh, look for the services. If you feel like you need help, Um, ask around what what could be the solution, or or mm-hmm. find find a service, and then go and bug them about it. In the <laughs> yeah. health, healthcare system, it's also a little bit like that. That if you have an issue yeah. and you're sure you need a doctor, uh, right. be persistent and right. and yeah. uh, ask for help. So um, yeah. you have to stand your ground. Yeah, and keep asking. Yeah, <laughs> don't get deterred. Yeah, and. <clears throat> And yeah, definitely being proactive, which I think leads us to your third tip. Yes, um, that is not only for for parents, but I would say for for every international in Finland, that uh, volunteering and and mm-hmm. making those connections, if not through volunteering, then um, through networking or or other kinds of events that uh, bring people from different backgrounds together because that helps on the one hand also with building the village and on the other hand it it can really be the difference uh, that gets yeah. you the, the job yeah um, definitely and I think you are a testament to that you got your jobs through volunteering yes I'm of course also quite lucky that my mother tongue is one that's uh, quite uh, requested in Finland there's a lot oh. of companies working Uh, yeah, the German market is one of the biggest for Finland. So I was, I'm, I'm very lucky that I can make use of that, and I have uh, experience in customer service and so on. So that's of course one big advantage. But yeah. definitely getting to know people um, and making connections never hurts. And exactly. um, if if you find this kind of volunteering place where it also contribute contributes to your career maybe right. um yeah you can enhance your skills that that take you further and that definitely is a good good tip i think 
Definitely, yeah. And uh, yeah, and that's good to know for all our German listeners that there is a good market for jobs for German speakers. Um, okay, and and your next tip I really like because I think that is so so very important for a foreigner in general in any country, but in Finland especially maybe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, please tell us about your fourth tip. Yeah, it's about keeping an open mind. And I know that especially when uh, first coming here, things might seem different and maybe even even worse than what you're used to. Yeah. But in the end, I would say they really are. If um, if you get used to it, get to know what's actually behind it. I mean, quite many people are a little bit, or are not that big of a fan of the of the Finnish. Um, that not so warm culture um but i think when when thinking about it where it comes from and that's uh respecting mm. people's own space and um yeah this being more out of respect not not being cold or or ignorant or mm. not interested mm. um but that it is part of the culture to respect other people's space Yeah. It, it also gives us the possibility to well first of all take our own space and at the, at the same time um we can we can go and 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 try and and show that we are interested to get to know each other and then from that it it might lead lead to great friendships because right. then when actually finally uh getting in touch even though it's sometimes maybe a little bit <laughs> more difficult than um really great fr- friendships can can appear so but not just with that but basically everything else that when you think that this this sucks <laughs> then, right, yeah. uh, to first first a little bit uh think mm-hmm. about it get to know uh what's the background and why is it yeah. like that and um and finding ways for yourself to mm-hmm. to be fine with it because i think in in the end you can be and yeah finding the positive in in the differences uh can can actually uh also make you much happier i think than than always finding them uh the things that don't work i think after 10 years the only thing that i'm still not born with is the finnish healthcare system but that's a completely yeah. different topic yeah that could, that could be a whole other episode i think i think yeah. a lot of we would get a lot of uh, input on that topic um yeah it's certainly not an easy thing to do i guess mm-hmm. but it is rewarding to to keep an open mind and to yeah to to take risks and to give it a fair chance yeah. to try to understand the culture and it and it does take a shift of mind and perspective so yeah but it's definitely definitely a process and i think a part of the whole mastering finland mm-hmm. <laughs> thing yeah, yeah. Okay, and then your final tip. Yeah, I I think uh, it's it's always good to be positive about things, but um, I also really like when when I have the chance to speak my mind with people. So my mm-hmm. my last tip would be to find people that feel the same way, that come from a from the same country or culture or background. Um, for parents it might be other parents it might be mm-hmm. other parents from the same country or culture uh, at least so that that you also have sometimes the the possibility to vent i mean some things 
are difficult and uh, I think especially for parents it can can get quite difficult at times so that it's it really helps to t- sometimes talk to someone and yeah. uh, and vent a little bit about it but of course that needs needs people that understand uh, what you're going through right. and uh, that can comfort you and hopefully encourage or offer some suggestions or help so right. um on top of that village where you have people that can support you, people yeah that that can help or services that can help you, um, also finding finding those people that uh, yeah are in exactly the same situation and that that has helped me a lot. Yeah, no judgment free zone maybe yeah. also and yeah. and yeah I've also noticed that just talking about it with someone who understands and they also express that they understand just mm. takes such a huge load off of my shoulders, even though maybe the problem continues to exist at that time. But mentally, I feel like, yeah, it helps. Yeah, I have in the in the start, I tried to make friends only with Finns. I have even kind of ignored the the other exchange students when I was in exchange and really tried to get into the community um, and have Finnish friends. It, it did work. It, it took some effort. But luckily, I knew some people that that I had met back in Germany. But uh, it's at some point it shifted, and I was more and more looking um, for friendships or or deepened friendships with people, yeah. with other parents or or with with other Germans that somehow have a have a similar experience and understanding. Yeah. yeah. Though I still have Finnish friends, and and they are really really good friends. So I'm I'm happy I have both something from both worlds (laughs) yeah you struck you struck a good balance between the two worlds okay so just a quick summary of the tips number one is build your own village number two don't be afraid to ask for help number three volunteer number four keep an open mind and number five find people that feel the same way Thank you so much. I feel like much more, I'm sure, can be said, which is probably why you have a podcast about this. <laughs> yeah. There's so much more that can be said about this topic. Um, but yeah, to our listeners, be sure to check out their podcast, Parenting with CISO. Can they find it in most of the platforms? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, and thank you, Rebea, for taking the time. Really, this was actually in our lunch hour. So Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. I had a really good time. I'm, I'm really glad we could, we could make it now back to work. Yes, yeah, now back to, back to reality. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts and other podcast providers. For more information, follow our Instagram at mastering.finland.podcast, subscribe to our monthly newsletter and keep an eye on our website masteringfinland.com. Have a nice day and good luck with your own Mastering Finland story. Bye!